everybody. Welcome back to another episode of <laughs> two, two Week Hiatus for the Holidays. Well, that's true. We did take a little break. Yeah, we did. Mighty Fine Adventures episode. What episode is this? Episode number? I don't know. Isn't it like 10? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, two weeks really screwed everything up. Screwed everything up. We're going to talk about Salem, Massachusetts today. What was that? Massachusetts. Okay. Why don't you say it? <laughs> yeah, say exactly. It. I'm not the host. Somebody might have a little bit of issue saying Massachusetts. Maybe Lucy. So, we're going to do something a little bit different today to kick off 2021. We're going to change up the format a little bit. Mm-hmm. Stephen's idea, which I think was a great idea to yeah, give a little bit more content, provide a little more information, a little bit more uh, intrigue, if you will, to each episode moving forward. They yeah, sell it? Kinda, they sell it enough? Yeah, we're going to go over like the little, like the history <laughs> of the town, maybe some fun little stories we found that obviously are, like we thought of our trip there to put a little bit more, put a little bit more context. Kind of, Add some personalization to it. Right. Rather than us just sitting and droning on about the history Droning on and on and ad nauseum just talking about nonsense. Right. So I think it's great. And what better place to start in a historical fashion than Salem, Massachusetts? Yeah, we both really enjoyed our time in Salem. We were only there once for a few hours. But we, we both really enjoyed it and are looking forward to going back. So it's only, what, about a half hour outside of Boston? Pretty close. Right. So At the time, we were traveling from New Hampshire. Yes, we did drive. This was a couple of years ago, so it wasn't like during the COVID. This yeah, we were. not COVID. Yeah, we were visiting well, your brother up in New Hampshire, and we drove down to Salem for the day. Yeah, and, and then eventually and then Boston, Boston right. obviously. But... Yeah, you're you're right. It's close to Boston, which we'll do a, an episode on. Uh, we love we love Boston. Yeah, a lot. Salem, we do. my my impression of this place was it had a you know what it had it had a lot of beautiful architecture. I thought you were gonna say gumption. It had a lot of gumption. <laughs> It had a lot of uh, Harry Potter. A lot of Harry Potter. Stores. We can talk about Harry Potter and all the, the sad irony of the tourist industry of Salem. <laughs> Concerning yeah. its history, yeah, especially in the context of its history, it's, it's kind of sad. So, and, and again, we were in the touristy area. We went to the Salem Witch Museum. Because I, I mean, you know why I remember it? It's because you bought that shirt that you sometimes wear. That's a nice shirt. It's a really nice shirt. You're the Salem Witch Museum. I like your Museum. description. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a black, comfortable shirt. has in the top left-hand corners as Salem Witch Museum. On the back is has 1692 and everyone who was accused of witchcraft. So I believe they offered tours, but maybe not that day or... Uh, they do offer something. tours. And from what I understand, one of their main attractions is... I. Think a rep, uh, 
recreation of one of the trials. Oh. So we didn't get to see it today only because of time constraints. Because like you said, we were also on our way to Boston that day. So we were just, we just walked around the town, got lunch at the Hawthorne Inn. And those really weird dining well, they room were, chairs. They were very high back, fancy chairs. They were they were living room chairs. Wasn't it in a hotel? Yeah, it was a Hawthorne Inn. Oh, okay. I guess that's I mean, what you just said. Everything was Hawthorne. Right. Hawthorne and witches. Well, I'm sure you're going to get into that, aren't you? Not so much. I mean, I don't want to talk for like hours upon hours. I think Gotta keep this to a minimum. Succinct. Right. So, we had lunch. I think that was my trip where I wanted to have lobster at almost every meal. Because at the time, I was living in we were both Arizona. Living in Arizona. We were living in Arizona. So, yeah, we definitely splurged it off get, with the, the seafood. Get seafood. Get as much good seafood. No, the seafood you do get is pretty pricey. Yeah. But since we were on the East Coast. We thought, why we not? We thought, let's go for it. Let's just dig on in. Yeah, I mean, you got, what'd you get? The, the lobster quesadilla, didn't you? Which was I th- It, it would have been something with lobster. I'm just going to say, because I, I, I think I'm pretty sure I got a lobster every, roll and you got the lobster. Every quesadilla. opportunity I had, I right. just went all in, put all my chips in. Yeah, lobster. lobster nuts. I did. <laughs> <laughs> a little overzealous with the lobster. Yeah. A lobster I crazy? No, no regrets. No regrets. So, I mean, as far as, like, I already kind of mentioned, like, I had some, like, little touristy kind of stuff that was, you know, it kind of reminded me of, like, if you you visit any kind of major city, it's, like, this, you know, place filled full of just tchotchke kind of cheap stuff that's overpriced. This just had a witch theme to it. That was my impression. Well, yeah, the main center of town is kind of gloomy because it still has the older gloomy. buildings. Uh, you have the the museum that kind of looms over everything. I mean, it's a nice museum. It's beautifully built. But, yeah, it just still has that feel like you're still in the late 17th century, early 18th, kind of around when the witches were then into Hawthorne's era. So I think that's a good segue into, into talking about... our secret about... word. No, Today's not secret, secret word. Um, kombucha. I don't know. See. How would anyone ever guess that? <laughs> Today's know. secret word is kombucha. So I'm like, what do you do? Like, ah, oh, just a bunch of kombucha today. Like, ah. Yeah, it's, it tracks, I think. It tracks. Hmm. So, so, I the was talking about the... Uh, about Salem. Tell us. Because it was originally founded by, during the Puritan, during the migration from the UK over to here. They found Salem, Salem proper. The, in, the kind of interesting about that is obviously it was a little uh, Puritan little town, much like you see in the movie The Witch. Very Puritan, obviously very religious, and all the Puritan beliefs that go with that, like everyone's pretty much damned, only a few people be saved, blah, blah, blah. But as the port became bigger, it became more cosmopolitan, and those religious beliefs started to kind of fade away. So the more hard People were maybe getting a little bit more liberal with their beliefs. Uh, not really liberal with their beliefs. They were just kind of doing what most people do in a cosmopolitan city. Like all of a sudden you kind of pick and choose when you're religious. Hmm. Like some people are like, oh, we can only eat steak at some point. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I 
I want to have steak yeah, on I Wednesday. I have steak all the time now. Yeah. So, I mean, um, but there was still a, a thread of the very conservative religious pious, and they were getting very upset on what was going on in, during that time in, in the Salem proper. So they decided to move, I think, about 20 miles west. They started their own little village they called Salem Town. And they lived there happily until, of course, witchcraft brought in. So kind of a little-known fact because the witchcraft trials, the accusation that happened in 1691, didn't start in the Salem city. It start? actually started in Salem Town. Okay. And then spread into the city as fervors tend to do. Fervors. So just a little-known fact there that it actually was Salem Town in the little Salem Town. Do you know if they still have a Salem town? I don't think Salem town still exists. Salem, of course, does. Yeah, of course. I think the town no longer does. We're talking about it right now. We were in I mean, maybe we're just talking about a city that doesn't exist. I mean, who knows? Could be. I mean, after, you know, 2020, who knows what might happen in 2021? Well, I mean, we're recording this after 2020. I mean, we're... As far as I know, Salem still exists. It's still there. It's (laughs) still there, It's been wiped off the map magically. (laughs) I don't count anything out I woke up January 1st, 2021. No more Salem. No more Salem. Don't know what to say. So, what was your impression before you went to Salem? And then what was the reality of Salem once you visited? My impression for Salem... I kind of figured it would maybe be a little touristy only because of the draw. So you weren't surprised by I wasn't the totally surprised. Things. But I was surprised on how heavily they lean into it. That's what I was so talking about. So you were about, thinking like, like maybe a couple stores, but then when you saw like a street full. It's like streets after street after street. Which I was really surprised with. I mean, the occult stores, I mean, again, it goes back to like the sad irony that people like were were killed. They were executed right. for proving, trying to prove that they were not practicing witchcraft. Uh, so the, it is a sad, little sad irony that the entire industry has popped up around like promoting witchcraft. Like you have occult stores, like spiritualists, tarot card readers. I mean, so it's kind of sad a little bit. That's kind of been more in vogue though over the years. Because I feel like every, almost every place that we visit, there is kind of a little store like that. Well, the, Maybe they're just cashing The store in. itself. Entrepreneurism. And the store itself is fun. Yeah, so if you have one store popped up in Stanton, Virginia, that does tarot cards. Yeah. I mean, so what? Stanton doesn't have a history of executing people for perceived witchcraft. Right. Salem does. So it seems a little odd that there's yeah, now that they're celebrating the history know, though people don't know the history though that's part of this what we're talking about well, i know but i'm just saying i know the, it's a tourist thing so people person. are like oh because witchcraft you go there on halloween so september right. and october is always packed of course but yeah they don't really realize that they have this looming very nice museum that's discussing that people gave their lives essentially over to this religious fervor and right across the street is someone like practicing like witchcraft. Well, people are going to go or into pushing the, the, the witchcraft narrative. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say people are going to go into the Harry Potter store more so than the the museum tour. I don't know because we didn't really do the museum. No, All I, I know, like, yeah, I follow them on the Insta- literally my point. Hold on, but I follow them on Instagram. Quick shout out, and they're always <laughs> posting how it's sold out. The museum's popular. Yeah, but 
I mean, there's a limited amount of people that can go into the museum. There's no, there's an unlimited amount of people. And there's also like half a dozen. Well, yeah, COVID now, but we <laughs> went. There wasn't COVID. Yeah. But I mean, you're right. There's one museum compared to the half a dozen Harry Potter stores yeah. that sell nothing but wands. By the way, it's not like Harry Potter, like knickknacks, like Universal Harry Potter World. You just go in there. It's boxes and boxes and rows and rows of plastic. I don't wands. remember all the wands, but. Yeah, it's, it's all it is. Like, I don't even, I wouldn't even know what Harry it's, Potter's wand looks like, let alone any other character. Yeah, I've only seen one of the movies. That was Harry Potter. Yeah, I'm not big into Harry Potter. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that was more surprising than anything else. It's just the amount of Harry Potter stuff that was there. I guess. That it's, was odd. It's loosely. You know, it kind of reminds me of like at the Ren, the Ren Fair, the Renaissance Fair. The where Renaissance it's Fair like. Is, it, you're just like this doesn't really make sense why that why they have they're selling this at the Renaissance Fair. I'm trying to think of like even a good comparison. But the it's Renaissance just the same Fair thing. It's like, makes sense because they're not trying to be historically accurate. It's supposed to be like family fun fantasy, like a, like a medieval fantasy. So you're gonna get the dragons, you're gonna get the crystals, <laughs> which is all fine. Cause the masks, I really the masks because like, we nice we go mask. we went. Twice last time we were able to go. I mean, we do ultimately enjoy it, the shows and the shops. But yeah, it's a little ridiculous because there's no way people back in the 13th century were walking around with a, a, a diamond, uh, like a jeweled like, dr- like dragon. They a believed jeweled, in dragon. But a yeah, diamond just, jeweled dragon. It's more modern fan- medieval fantasy like Lord of the Rings. So they're not... So they're not depicting themselves as in a well, what makes historical Salem? ground. Because Salem. Salem has history to it. No, I know. I understand that. But it has certain... It doesn't mean that the entire town has to be historically significant. Why did, Why can't one area, be like the museum, be historically accurate, accurate and then you have the, the touristy stuff? Every place has that. New York, any place you go. They got touristy areas that are just like... Here's my keychain. I went to New York City. I, I heart New York. And then you have other areas where it's historical significant. I'm just saying, like, I... I, no, I understand the your... train of thought, but at the same time, like... You mean the still perfect people, train of thought? Right. I mean, people still died defending themselves from a certain belief. I don't, I don't know if it's the same comparison as, like, the well, Renaissance Again, fair. I just... I, I think what it when when did this happen? The si- late sixteen hundreds or something? Yeah, sixteen ninety two. Okay. Almost fourteen ninety two when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I mean, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's Claire. Uh well I think we've talked about that. Uh I think I won one zero. I don't even didn't know it was a uh, debate, but Yeah. That's how good it was. That's how good I got you. Uh, but overall, the town was... I mean, it was pleasant. We had a fun time walking around. Well, also, we were with my brother and We were with your brother and, and your mother. That was, you know, not really their uh, subject matter that they'd like to probably learn more about or... Uh, so, no, your brother wasn't seemed that interested and your mother certainly yeah, wouldn't, was so not that, interested so. at all. Now... Well, she was asking some questions. I mean, she did yeah. go into the gift store, only to her credit. Yeah, she looked at the Harry Potter stuff. Right. I mean, she did go into the stores with us. You have any other history facts? 
Uh, other than, I mean, we didn't really get to see the house at Seven Gables because of time constraints. Can you explain what that is? The house at Seven Gables is, I think, about a, a half mile or maybe a mile from the, the town center. It was just the house that stood there that was the, the influence for Nathaniel Hawthorne's the ghost story book, The House on Seven Gables. So... So that's going to be on your list for ne- for the next time. We next go. time we go, it'd be interesting to see. I am on their their guest list, so I get emails. Their the newsletter, so I get emails. You from really them. went all in on the uh, the social media. You're following the the Salem Witch Museum and, and I would, this place. You're well, as you it. know, you're mad and about not it. a lot of people don't know. I'm like an avid history, like junkie. Like I really yeah, like history. He is. He's into it. So yeah, sometimes it gets nerd. a little kind of crazy passionate when you're talking about the Salem witch trials. Yeah, his And then you have like an industry that's there's a little glimmer in your eyes about like celebrating like I've witchcraft. Ne- I've actually like, it never seems odd. I've actually never seen you more excited ever in my life. You're very into what we're talking about now, which I'm all about it. I'm glad to see you passionate yeah. about history. Yeah. Anything else about Salem history you'd like to share? You know, for first time, you know, maybe for anybody who has been to, to Salem or, or hasn't been any kind of um, shout-outs or places you would you would recommend. I mean, it's kind of, no, because it's kind of tough. We were only there for a few hours a couple of years ago. Uh, other than the history, kind of impressions, and going to the stores and the lunch at Hawthorne Inn. I mean, there's kind of not much else to say about it. Okay. I mean, we would like to obviously would like to go back, spend more time. They have a a little mall there that we kind of <laughs> walked past. It seemed okay. There was a bunch <clears throat> of teenagers hanging out front. Yeah, I know how much you is, love teenagers, which is fine. Um, the restaurant was delicious. You say on those weird. Did it did it seem like chairs. you needed to put in those uh, like it had like cloth the cloth napkin the heavily cloth the, the very thick cloth napkins and that you needed to put it like up on your shirt like that kind of did it seem like a fancy place like that? No, I always put the napkin on my lap. No, but it would have been it, it would have been funny if you would have just placed it like on the, next time we go out to dinner, you should do that. Uh, no, I double dog dare you. I mean, the triple dog dare is the highest <laughs> one, so I don't know what a double dog dare is going to do. I don't know. It's but either right. way, I'm not sticking my tongue on a pole, <laughs> nor am I put, tucking a heavy cloth napkin into Christmas my shirt. Christmas story shout out. So what about Christmas you? Story. What were your memories? No, I I basically read, you know, rehashed them, you know, already. I, I don't know as much about the Salem witch stuff because I love history but I would say I mean that's I mean obviously history is vast and has a lot of different topics and that's that's not really my that's not my bag baby um but it was I I love Boston and and the Northeast and there's no reason why I wouldn't want to go back to to Salem so I didn't really have any impressions is what I'm saying of like what it might be uh, or um I don't want to say impressions, but I didn't have any, um, you know, ideas or I didn't have a thought of like what it, what it might be. So it was all good. I mean, I remember the architecture was really cool. I right. like, 
I like unique kind of, you know, architecture. I don't like cookie cutter kind of stuff. Right. And... They certainly didn't do... <clears throat> well, I mean, they did, did kind of do cookie cutter house. So obviously there was a style that the houses liked, which is like every era is going to have a specific type of style. Yeah. yeah. It's not like what they're building now in the subdivisions where every house is the same. Right. That's what like, I mean. Like floor exactly. plans, same layout, everything yeah. looks the same. Yeah. If it's dark out and you come home from a walk and you accidentally might go into the wrong house. I mean, it looks happens exactly the same. all the time that you just forget time. where you live and just, just wander into someone maybe, else's house. Well, maybe you might have had some alcohol or something, some other you're, substance. You're blackout drunk, uh, walking home in the dark. Yeah. That's not very safe. People not, should not be doing that no, at all. not call at all. Call an Uber, call a friend, call someone. Call someone. If you're going to drink, be who safe cares? about it. Here's a, here's a quarter. Call someone who cares. Wow, that's really, it's kind of brutal. It's actually a song. Anybody who knows some old-timey country, it's a little easier. There is literally no one, for you. no one's listening who knows the old-timey <laughs> country. Probably not. Maybe some, maybe some people. So I looked up some... Yeah, what kind of crazy stories did you find? I found this wonderful article on Ranker.com entitled 14 Terrifying Ghost Stories from Salem, Massachusetts. Now, the one that was the most... uh, Well, you had mentioned this. The House of the Seven Gables is haunted by its former owner. I mean... Did you know that? Yeah, that's part of the the lore of of the the House of the Seven Gables. And that's what inspired the book, right? right? Okay, so that's common. That's not new information for you and probably several people. Now, the one that I thought I kind of laughed when I saw the photo of it because it's like a modern kind of It looks photo. like a Whole Foods. A local liquor store is haunted by Prohibition-era ghosts. I've got to hear more about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, the name of this liquor store is actually kind of funny. The name of this liquor store is Bung Hole Liquors. That's not a mistake. Clearly it's not a mistake. So apparently <laughs> it, in, this, in this article mentions this. The building was a funeral home and the owner ran a speakeasy in the basement where bodies were embalmed. The slang... Wait, hold on. They, they were embalming bodies while like drinking? So it was a, it was a morgue and a speakeasy? Is that what you're Yeah, which I saying? think is a fantastic business model. It kind because... of reminds me of, not to get off track, remember that kind of folklore legend that we were told up in Alexandria with the bar and the... And the ice. Yeah, a little bit. I remember right. you were you were entranced by that. Right. That's so anyway, yeah, we're not going to rehash it now. So if you want to know about it, go back to our Halloween episode where we talk about it in more detail. But it kind of reminds me of that. Right. Yeah. I so I think it. I think that's fantastic. You, uh, you know, maybe have some drinks, and uh, you know, maybe you're too drunk to realize that the the owner the odor of bodies being embalmed i don't know oh yeah i don't i don't see i guess if you're really desperate for a drink you kind of ignore (laughs) formaldehyde you're like hey new car smell give me a shot of whiskey so also little known fact that you use formaldehyde in the new car smell 
Well, I'm going to tell you about this bunghole liquor now, name. You're really digging di- deep into that bunghole, aren't you? Well, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, all about the bunghole. Yeah, just... Uh, Sorry for underage. Digging a hole. Yeah. Uh, going, going all in on the bunghole. <laughs> Sorry for underage listener. The slang... Turn it off. Have your mo- have your parents turn it off. This right. is not Meow. appropriate for children under the age of 25 to be listening to. 25. So the slang for the secret drink spot, drinking spot was bunghole, as in, <laughs> will I see you at the bunghole tonight? I'm kind of curious now so if that's bunghole had a different connotation back when I first it came probably in. probably did. That that's what I'm. I'm just saying that now. When you say it like that, like I wonder if there's a different connotation in that, either in there the city be. or just regionally. Yeah, I know you're not I'm saying sure. bum hole. You're saying bung, bung. right? B u n g. Right, you're not saying bum hole. It's all one word. Right, you're saying bung. Yeah, bung. With the ng. Yeah. Right. No, I understand what you're no. saying. <laughs> Did you think I was saying butthole? No, that was what was funny because you're saying. But bunghole like, kind of is funny. Right, because it sounds very similar to bumhole. It's similar, and it's funny. Yeah, for again, for our very <laughs> immature listeners um, who have not turned it off and shaking their head like, why did I start listening why, to this? Why am I, I, was why there, am I jogging to this? I this was is, there for the history. I left for the bunghole. They came here for some fantastic content, and we are delivering... On all levels. Delivering it in spades. So one of the regulars said that if prohibition was ever lifted, the owner should turn the place into a liquor store. And that's what, ex- that's what happened in 1933. Now, today it's said that spirits still lurk in the store. A female ghost roams behind the wine racks. And a feline ghost haunts the shop. Now... So many questions right now. Okay... My okay, question is, so, so is so is the ghost, I always wanted, I'm interested in what the ghost is dressed in. So is the we ghost know, dressed in we like. We all know the rules of ghosts. They're, they're dressed in Victorian <laughs> attire. I don't, I don't. But if it, if it was a prohibition, me, we it would have been talk in the for 20s. Hours. There are rules to ghosts. People okay. don't understand that yet. If so you see you... a ghost, it's not anywhere close to modern. It's always old timey dress. No, that's what I'm saying. Is like if you saw a ghost and they were wearing FUBU. (laughs) Never seen a ghost (laughs) wearing a FUBU. I'm just saying. Just like if we moved into our house and someone was walking around with a Led Zeppelin shirt, we would be like, hey, that must be a ghost. Modern ghosts are not seen, they're heard. Come on. We all know this. There are rules. Well, that was my first... My first thing is it's only a female and it's a fee- it's a cat. See, that was my first question. It's like, so the cat obviously perished, and it's still tied to the speakeasy or what used to be and a speakeasy slash now liquor why store. Why is she only by the wine racks? Maybe she's a uh, big into wine. Amita's a modern tale. I guess a lot of modern women drink wine. I mean, you drink wine. You enjoy a glass once every blue moon. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, that could be where it comes from. I don't, know, I'm not I sure crazy? particularly. Because I'm not sure if a speakeasy had a wine rack. Maybe they did. 
Well, I, I now alive. that I'm now that I'm speaking through it, the, Did she, the like, die by the wine rack. I'm thinking that's what happened, but obviously the speakeasy it wasn't a liquor store, right? right? So it probably didn't even have wine. That's what I'm saying. Like so, like yeah. why? It's where they place. I don't the know. Wine. Maybe we need to call one of those reality hole reality show uh, liquor. Yeah, we should probably them. call one of those reality shows ghost hunting because I need to hear the word bro five hundred times. Bra. As they talk about the women by the liquor store. <laughs> I mean, like I said, there were so many questions. That so did I cover the questions? Because I my thing was the I want to know more about the significance of the cat and, right. and one. So my my thing is too is why is there only it's like one woman and then a cat right of the speakeasy that apparently nothing recorded violence or death happened. A woman just haunts the wine rack and. Yes. A feline I wonder how apparition. she haunts it. How does she haunt it? Probably smoothly. Does she... Uh, Probably a little bitter. Turn the, uh, turn the labels around? Does she, does she mess up the Merlot with the Chardonnay? She probably does. She could be one of those like goofy ghosts that does little pranks. Mm, that's what I would do if I was a ghost. I just oh, have I fun have plans. with it. I just I'd have, have fun plans with it. if I was a ghost. Like, you would know I was there. I wouldn't there. be, like, a creepy ghost. I'm not going to get too much into, like, the ghost thing, because that's a whole other I'm podcast. A, well, I'm, I'm, you know what? I think I'm going to be a FUBU ghost. You can, you can die with wearing FUBU clothes? <laughs> well, a girl can dream. So when they finally catch you on camera, they're going to be, like, shocked. Like, so there's this apparition with a FUBU jacket and Ugg boots? What did we catch? Am I stuck in like 2004? That's, that's old. Maybe if it's two that maybe 21, 25, uh, old timey clothes is Fubu and Uggs. I hope the ghosts are listening right now. I'm giving you. I don't some, know why we're, we're giving picking, you some great. Don't ideas. understand why we're picking on Fubu in particular. I don't. know. It's a nice it's brand. Just the first, it's just the it's first just, thing that I that I thought of. We don't wear Fubu. <laughs> no, I, that's what. <laughs> That's what also made it funny to myself was that it'd be probably the last thing I'd I'd wear. We don't say it like that. Besides, it's a great, it's a nice you know, besides, brand. It's like we besides just don't. a mock turtleneck. Oh, like Archer style. Yeah. Yeah, I I have the neck for a turtleneck. Trust me, I have plans when I'm a ghost. I'm gonna go nuts because you're gonna deal with me for an eternity. There's yeah, no sending it's... me to the opposite side. I'm here to stay. That's just how it is. Yeah, that was really creepy when you were talking about that. I mean, if I'm going to die in a house, that's my house. I'm going to go nuts. You Pranks, mean, water faucets, lights. I mean, the Anvil Horror, which seems well, like child's play when... after I'm done. I'm not going to try to kill anybody because I want to possess. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. You're going to be gonna, a friendly, you're going to be a I'm gonna be a friendly, trickster ghost. I'm going to be a friendly neighborhood ghost. Yeah. I'm going to kind of spice it up a little bit okay. so they think I'm residual. Like, I'm going to do the same thing, like, day after day. Yeah. Like, maybe it's residual. Then I'm going to, like, just go nuts and do something crazy. Like, right. maybe yes. there's something else here. I may be yeah. a demon. Who knows? I might be imitating a little girl just because I can. I'm you, telling you, it's, all bets are off. When I'm dead. really thought a lot about this. When I'm dead and I become a ghost and I find the place I want to haunt. But would you go to Salem, though? No. Would you go to bunghole liquor? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't want to spend eternity in a liquor store. See, that's the second <laughs> half of ghosts. Like, imagine like something happens to you, like the nineteen twenties, late twenties, maybe mid to late twenties. Because obviously, if she's haunting the speakeasy, the liquor store didn't exist till after nineteen thirty three. So she died prior that's to that. That's why I don't understand your like why she would be in Victorian clothes. 
again, she, it was, that was just she me would being. be in twenties, uh, the Roaring Twenties kind of uh, fair. She'd be wearing um, yeah, theoretically, a dress I'm saying and theor- a headband, theoretically, a yes. But is that old timey? Yeah, from the twenties. I mean, I mean, it's hundred years. That's old. not what people say when they're old timey. They think of Victorian. So, telling you, that would probably fall under modern ghosts where she's seen. She's, she's a modern lady yeah. of the Roaring Twenties. Apparently hanging out by the... I mean, she was in a speakeasy, I mean. So, anyway, back to my what I was saying. So, something happens to you. You perish in the speakeasy. You come back as a spirit, and now you're stuck in this liquor store. How do you react to that? Well... I think I might enjoy it for the fact that I'd be seeing new people every day. So I'd get a chance to kind of but, mess around with different But, people. I mean, you're, you're, only, you're confined to the, to the wine rack. So how many people are you actually seeing? Now, we well, don't, now, Grant, we don't know the layout of the store. a lot of It could be, like, right there. Single moms getting their drink on on a, on a Tuesday night. I mean, night. that's pretty presumptuous. Well, I don't think but, I'm wrong. What about single dads? They're not drinking? They're drinking scotch or... Something like that. Hmm. Two fingers. Two fingers scotch. I, yeah, I know what you mean. It's just the gesture. You did that. It was kind of like, huh, two fingers, huh? Yeah. Two yeah, together. two fingers of whiskey. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> 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 That's clever. I know. It's, I only say clever things. I don't mm. know why you don't. Sometimes. Res- <laughs> I don't know why you don't respect me more. Uh, are we done with the bunghole? Yeah, you can move on. I was just having questions about the ghost. No, I did too. Like the poor cat. Like, does the cat know that it's... What kind of cat is it? Is it a Siamese cat? It just says feline apparition. Is it a calico cat? Calico cats are my favorite. I mean, no one ever, like, discusses, like, animal ghosts. Like, are they aware that they're a ghost? Are they just doing things? I don't know. That that's why well, was, they always say like animals can see ghosts, which is really a bunch of nonsense. Because well, what does it evolutionary trait allowed them to see that? But it doesn't provide any additional information on this particular article. Like like do do are people seeing like the tail of the right. of the cat? Right, is like a glass tip over and like yeah. oh only a, a cat would be able to do that. Yeah. Like the cat jumped on you the know, counter. Ne- and never mind that I just glass. opened the door and it's you know. 80 miles per hour wind outside or something, or... Oh, that's... <laughs> a little extreme. I think it's... A, yeah, I think it's very discernible. <laughs> a, a cat brushing up against you in 80-mile-an-hour wind. Well... I mean, sorry for all those people who are stuck in hurricanes. It's just a bunch of cats walking by you. <laughs> uh, let's do this. This one was interesting. Let's do it. Underground tunnels were discovered beneath the bookstore of Wicked Good Books. I but guess during very, the renovations. Very Boston-ish. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> wicked good books. Wicked, wicked, wicked smart. Uh, wicked good books. That was the worst. Yeah, Boston probably ever. was the worst ever. Sorry, Boston listeners. Pretty much on par with your mother. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the Mama Vincent imitation. That was, that was... That wasn't good. That was rough. So, apparently, this wicked good books... Oh, you will get a text about that. You will. Occupies the space that was formerly Derby Square Bookstore. And during renovations, tunnels were discovered beneath a store which connected to a warehouse in Derby Square. 
And according to a Salem tour guide, the tunnels were used to smuggle goods and people. Now, what else would tunnels be used for back, like, ever? Other than smuggling goods and people? Yeah, I mean... Well, maybe, it? like, air raids, if you need to go yeah. beneath ground during... I don't know. I, I mean, not in America. I mean, you wouldn't just hang out in tunnels. Well, listen to this. I mean, there's that hospital that has the tunnels underneath so they can export the tuberculosis patients so that they didn't know their own mortality. Which is a true story when there was a, a famous, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, a tuberculosis hospital that did build underground tunnels so that the patients couldn't see them wheeling out the dead. That seems like I mean, that's extreme... kind of... I mean, yeah, but that's why they exist. Well, these ones were for smuggling goods and people, okay? And investigators discovered evidence of human remains inside the tunnels, and it's believed that two enslaved people were entombed there. That makes sense. I mean, you're on the Grand Railroad. You're in the north. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just because you were in the north didn't mean that you were had to hide from you just for free. I mean, that's kind of a misnomer, too. Just once you read that, cross that border, you're on your own and free. That's actually not true at all. Because Delaware, I think, like still had slaves up until the Civil War. So you weren't, you were never like actually free, free. No. If you were an ex-slave. Well, you were pretty much always on the run. And some would say you're still a, some, some form of, uh, I don't know, slavery is not the right word, but. Yeah, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go that far. And it's not really, that's, that, yeah, but. that's the whole other topic. Um, now you mentioned the Hawthorne Hotel. I did. Where we ate, right? Where we ate, ate lunch for a delicious well, lunch. Well, apparently it is a haunted hotspot. It was built in 1925 and named after resident author Nathaniel Hawthorne. Clever. Author of The Scarlet Letter and mm-hmm. The House of Seven Gables, as we mentioned before. Yeah, The Scarlet Letter. A lot of people on Twitter misrepresent that, but I won't get into that. I mean, you brought oh, it's, up. it's hilarious how many quote-unquote writers misrepresent The Scarlet Letter. So... But anyway, let's move on. I just did a little side that I think is hilarious. Hmm. Well, did you know that in room 325 at the Hawthorne Hotel, people report hearing a crying baby, feeling the touch of an unseen hand, and seeing the water taps turn on by themselves. Meanwhile, over in room 612... The ghost of a woman reportedly stares at you during your visit. Now, which one, if 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 you were staying, we were staying at the Hawthorne Hotel, right? 325. You would do 325. Oh, crying I, baby, people agree. touching you, faucets turning on and off. That's a little little cooler than someone just staring at you. I, it, I, mean, I don't Lucy think I'd like somebody staring. Although the touch of an unseen hand, that would kind of creep me out. Yeah. Of not being able to to see something touching me. It's kind of like when you're standing in the ocean and something brushes by your leg. All of a sudden you're like, what was that? Mm. But then you know that that was So what would really be scarier? It. Like a touch of an unseen hand or a grab? Like say we're, we're there, we're laying in bed, I get up, use the restroom, whatever, and something either brushes by your arm or grabs you. What would be scarier? Well, is it grabbing and holding? No, it just grabs it... you, like, just very briefly. It's a ghost. I mean, come on. You think it's waving you around Why the room? Why is it grabbing me? I don't know. It's a ghost. I mean, I'd say I just a, explained a to you that if I was a ghost, I'd go nuts. Well, a, I'd say a brush because 
that is jarring to have something grab you and then and then release. Right. It just the brush is like right, you just kind there of explain and that more away. Yeah, you just feel like something quickly grab you. And yeah, then I know what it grab is. You didn't have to like. Well, I had to grab, <laughs> grab you. Grab me. For the listeners, I had to grab you so that they knew what, the, what I was talking about. <laughs> so which one's for you? What, the, the, I would in say the, the oddest, oddest ghost question. I would say the grab. You want because the brushing be past. I could probably look like oh maybe it's just like the wind, like the hair follicles on your arm. Maybe it just shifted yeah. because of the air conditioning. I mean, what I could explain that away. A dozen different different ways. But Bubba was just laying there, and you, like you were just off on the other side of the room, restroom, shower, whatever. And someone like grabbed my arm for a second. That's a little little tr- trickier to be like, oh, maybe it's just the hair follicles just shifted during the air conditioning. Something touched you. I mean, that'd be like, wow, something just grabbed me. That's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> then I tell you, and you're like, whatever. Yeah, because I don't. Be- I've already said I don't really believe in ghosts. You're right, I know. And you're a big believer. I am not a believer. You're at the. All. I'm the. You're the Molder, and I'm Scully. I just find the subject. I just find the subject interesting. And to each their own. I. I do find it more interesting, you know, now, now that, uh, you know, we're together and whatnot, um, you know, just sharing, you know, interests, just because now you're a huge Hawkeye fan. So, just massive. I mean, yeah, I'm dressed in black and gold right now. <laughs> He's not. But no, I am not even close to being dressed in black. I'm in a... I'll, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm I'll in convert my, you. I'll convert you. I'm in my... My red shirt and khakis. My Williamsburg. Well, I think... uh, Thanks for the awkward silence there. Uh, I think that this went well. I like the the little history lesson Mm -hmm. and cool little little facts and stories, things to maybe kind of look out for if you're looking to, to visit Salem... Let us know if you like uh, yeah, this certainly, new format. Yeah, certainly visit the hotel. Comments. It's good lunch. Uh, visit the museum. Definitely well worth it. Really good. Uh, really good buy a wand. gift shop. Yeah, buy a wand if you want. I don't know why they have Harry Potter stuff in if you're there. A, maybe if you're into Harry Potter. But if you're into Harry Potter and you still aren't... Uh, Anti J.K. Rowling, and you want to buy? Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, you're, if if you're a Harry Potter fan, and you can separate the work of art or the book from the author, personal beliefs, buy a wand. If you can't separate them, and you're still like, I'm not giving her any more of my money. Fair enough. There's more than enough occult shops there, so you're gonna get your fix either way. Maybe buy a Wiccan wand. We can do actual spells. You know, I want people to go and visit Salem and capture a picture of the the ghost, the ghost cat, um, the ghost and the cat at Bunghole Liquor. I want, yeah. That's that's your assignment, everybody. Yeah, go go forth and conquer. I like it. Buy a bottle of Kahlua and some heavy whipping cream and make yourself you a, wine. a black or a uh, I'm sorry, a white Russian. With the heavy whipping cream. Uh, 
Mm. Well, I mean, you could visit. You could look at the the wine. You don't have to necessarily purchase the wine. Maybe that's the. Maybe that makes the the ghost angry. Right. Maybe if that's you, you, you don't buy name? wine. What's her name? Wanda. Yeah, Wanda. Let's go with Wanda. <laughs> Every time I near hear the name, a fish Wanda. called Wanda is a good movie, by the way. If anybody's not seen it, <laughs> yeah, go have and check it out. That? No, I don't think from I've the eighties. I mean, yeah, actually, I did. Kevin Klein. I've seen bits and pieces when I was a kid. Yeah, I it's good. It's like quirky and weird and awesome. Inappropriately watched it as a kid. Uh, you could say that again, about most of your stuff. Yeah, that's true. Because I was watching The Exorcist at five. So, Do you think um, this mean, is like totally obscure and nobody's going to, you know, unless Lynn's listening to this, but... Do you so your think... reference is for one person. Yeah, this on is the like off for chance. one. <laughs> a Scottish lady on the off chance. No, listen. Listening. Listen. If, uh... She's not listening. Um, if Endgame in in the uh, the Klansman, which is the bar in that show, still game or still game? I'm sorry, not Endgame, still game. Do you think there's a? Do you think that there there's a ghost? I don't think there's the a Klansman. ghost in the Klansman. So uh, it is a, a recommendation that we have a Scottish show. It's on Netflix. I mean, it's not like people can't watch it. Still game on Netflix. It's a very popular show in the UK. Mm-hmm. Scottish show. It's kind of like uh, grumpy old men. Not really grumpy, but this bunch of, it's a story a bunch of a pensioners, people yeah. who are in their sixties and seventies, and they're just kind of going through life. Yeah. And their hilarious interactions and trials. And they go and to this bar, and that's when. Yeah, the, there's street. like two main sets: their apartment and this bar called the Klansman. That's where yeah. they pretty much all hang out. The convenience store. And the convenience. Oh, that's right. Navid's convenience store. Um. So there's probably a ghost. They should bring that. They should bring the show back and bring in a ghost. Well, no spoilers. But a, considering how they ended it. Take a note from Bungle. Maybe, maybe season 10 is them haunting the apartment complex. <laughs> maybe. You just, ooh, just a massive spoiler. Yeah, because people are so going <laughs> to rush off. Comment if you uh, have watched a yeah. Still Game. Nobody has, because it's. I can't imagine a lot of people have, but uh, it is on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix, Netflix baby. was enough to buy the it's last few seasons. Yeah. So obviously someone's watching other good, than us. Good stuff. Um. All right. Well, that's. It pretty much all does it. I have for today. For today, we're gonna put this out. I guess on Thursdays from now on, right? Yeah, I think that's the new format. We're gonna. We're just changing it all up on you. Yeah, release on Thursdays. Yeah. Not many people do it on Thursday, so it'll kind of give you a little heads up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to listen to uh, work on Thursday. You'll subscribe, when... you'll subscribe to us, and it'll show up right on your news feed. It will. Mm-hmm. It'll download instantaneously. Yeah, that's what we recommend. Yeah, five stars. Tell your friends. Tell your, tell your friends. dogs. Tell your neighbors. Tell your foes. Yeah, tell your enemies. Frenemies. So, yeah. All right. Your exes, whatever. Ooh, don't do that. You gotta cut ties, baby. Cut ties. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye.